0: You're listening to Through the Fire podcast, where we talk about trauma, transparency, and triumph. Has a life-altering event left you confused, broken, and bruised? Guess what? You're not alone, and this is not the end. Join us as we discuss experiences with traumatic and tragic seasons, what we're learning, how we're overcoming, and how you can too. We're your hosts, Montez Dove and Cedricia Thomas, and we're talking beauty for ashes, y'all. are you? In today's rapidly changing world, identity crises may be more common now than ever before. Such crises often occur in response to a sudden change in a person's life. This could include personal life changes or broader societal events such as the COVID-19 pandemic. So guys, today what we're going to be talking about is identity. And so a portion of what I just read was from Very Well Mind, and it's entitled, What is an Identity Crisis? And so lately, I've been doing a lot of studying on purpose and gifts. Wasn't something that I was doing on purpose, just kind of started happening. And so as you can see, just from the opening, identity crises can become A thing can become quite popular when there are moments such as a global pandemic, okay, when there are shifts in a person's life that happen personally or globally across the world. And so, lately, for the last few months, I've been feeling as though, like, if I'm scrolling on social media, I'll feel like, oh my gosh, everybody's sounding the same, everybody's looking the same, you know, a trend happens, and then we all Hop on the trend train. And so I remember getting frustrated and just feeling frustrated, Miss Moni, because I was like, where's the uniqueness? So I think it's very important for each individual to understand who they are. Yes. And I think in order for us to understand who we are, we have to study ourselves, we have to observe ourselves. But what we also have to do is we have to speak to our creator. And I love how a lot of people have said this, but I know I'm reading currently, it's called Purpose Driven Enterprise by Kendra Y. Hill. And one of the things that she says is just like anything else, if you're reading a manual trying to understand something, you go to the source that created it. And so if we want to understand ourselves, we have to go to the creator. So again, spending time with you, observing you, but also talking to the creator is going to help you understand your identity. So when we're talking about identity, we can be talking about things such as personality, right? Our strengths, our talents, our skills, even our spiritual gifts, what we like, what we don't like, our makeup, essentially. And a few of those things that can help us are a few personality assessments that can also be titled psychometric assessments, such as DISC, StrengthsFinder, Myers-Briggs type indicator, Emergenetics. All of those things, which we provide at my job, Shameless Plug, Leadership Institute, we do provide a lot of those assessments there. But those kind of assessments really do help you understand yourself better. So they help you understand your personality and then the personalities of others. Because just because you have one preference for something or you have one personality, you have to understand that there are others. Okay, so it allows you to not only understand yourself better, but to interact with others more effectively. And also your spiritual gifts, right? And so I want to go a little bit into a few things that Darius Daniels, who actually just got done doing a gift series on YouTube. So I'd invite you to check it out. The first video is called I'm Gifted. And then the second one I believe is Developing Your Gifts. And then the third one is Deploying Your Gifts. I believe those are the titles of those three but I definitely invite you to give that a listen because it really does help you in the idea of spiritual gifts. But at the beginning of video one, he really breaks down purpose and he touches on purpose. And so when we're talking about purpose, we don't oftentimes hear spiritual gifts attached to it as often as we should. And so he breaks down these three different areas. And he says that one, all of us have natural abilities, right? So if someone's a good singer, if someone's a good speaker, right? If someone is good with their hands and fixing things. And then we have the next area, which is acquired skills. So he says, these can be skills that you build throughout your life. We all acquire skills throughout life. And then he says, number three are our spiritual gifts. And what spiritual gifts help us to do or to be is he says, it's unreachable, uncommon IQ. So in other words, our spiritual gifts allow us to reach a point or maximize our potential that we would not otherwise maximize if we were not aware of our spiritual gifts. And so I really, really enjoyed this series because like I said, when we're talking about purpose and when we're talking about identity, spiritual gifts is not often something that you hear attached to that. And I understand, you know, we all have different beliefs. And so I get that and I respect that. But for those who do consider themselves Christians, I do invite you to hear what he has to say about that. One thing I will say about our identity and that I'm realizing so far is that God won't reveal everything to you all at once. I think personally that as we live throughout life, we learn more and more about who we were created to be. Like God will give us maybe... The big picture, or he'll give us maybe a step, but I feel like he reveals that more and more as we go throughout life. And so we may feel like, oh, we got it, right? And then a new season comes along, and maybe he has us doing something completely different, but it's still directly related to our purpose. And so even if you feel like you do know, you feel confident in your identity, you feel like you are confident and aware of your gifts, I would say still be open to learning how it can present itself as you mature, as you evolve, and as you develop, because you never know what God will have you doing five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, that still directly connects to your purpose and your identity and what he's called and created you to do and be in this earth. And so in addition to some of those psychometric assessments, I want to share Dr. Larry Gilbert's book with you all on spiritual gifts, And that the third video, the last video of Dr. Darius Daniel series, he does share a link to that spiritual gift survey. For those who want to take that survey, you can take it. I mean, it will help you discover what some of your spiritual gifts could be. But when you do take that assessment, again, it will take you to a website link. Where you will find the assessment created by Dr. Larry Gilbert, who has a book. And so just inviting you to look more into that book if you do get a chance. So identity, identity, Miss Moni, what are you thinking when it comes to identity
1: and gifts? Our gifts have a lot to do with our identity. Even when you were talking and sharing, it's some people who believe that they aren't gifted. Some people actually believe that they don't have anything. But I just want you to know that we're all gifted. And I was sharing with you a little bit, maybe a few days ago, about how God endowed each one of us with a gift. Yep. Some of us have one gift. Some of us have multiple gifts. But each one of us definitely has a gift. So we're just like back in the day. I don't want to go too far back in the day. But it was a time where I remember I used to buy like Cracker Jacks these little popcorn mm-hmm. caramel coated situations very good but in that cracker jack box it always came with a gift or a prize and that's how i picture us being each one of us has been gifted with something from god a lot of times that gift has a lot to do with your purpose and your destiny in this earth dreeson when you're talking about these gifts do you think god just gave us gifts just to be doing something or is there a purpose for him giving us these gifts? There is absolutely
0: a purpose. He's not just giving us gifts just to be <laughs> given us gifts. There is a purpose.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. It's a big purpose and is according to his purpose that he's given us these gifts. And these gifts are attached with our assignments that we have here in the earth. So it's very important that we find out what our gifts are. So we can understand why we were created and how our gifts are supposed to impact us and how our gifts are supposed to impact others as well. Absolutely.
0: And it's true. Some people think that hmm, they're not gifted. And so that's unfortunate to me. And it makes me want to shake whoever feels that way. Sometimes, including myself, we've all had those moments where we're probably questioning, like, what do I have to give? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I want people who feel that way to know that you are a part of a big puzzle. And so think about when you're doing puzzles and you can't find one or two pieces. That messes up the whole view of the puzzle. So don't for one minute think that you're not needed is what I want people like that to know. Or people who have ever felt like I don't have anything to give. You do have something to give. You may not be aware of what that is yet, but you do have something to give. and when you're not aware and when you don't know, I want you to know that it does affect the larger vision. So in the Bible, you know, we can even find scriptures where it's talking about the body, right? So if we actually think of a physical body, we have ears, we have eyes, we have hands, we have arms, we have legs, we have feet, right? But if if one of those body parts is missing or if one of those body parts is under the weather or feeling off, that whole body is going to feel it. And I can attest to that fact, for instance, with my health challenges is if a body part is feeling under the weather, you feel it, you feel off. And so it can be as small as the ear. It can be as small as one eye. Those are small body parts. They make a huge difference. And so in another perspective, what if we just had eyes? We wouldn't be able to hear, right? What if we just had ears? We wouldn't be able to see. What if we did not have hands? right? We wouldn't be able to be as productive. And so again, just like the puzzle piece scenario, I want you to think of it as a body part as well. That when a body part is lacking or when a body part is not operating in its fullest potential, the body suffers. Okay. I want you to think of the fact that people can suffer. Okay. When you're not operating in who you were called to be.
1: That's right. And all the gifts are important and all the gifts work together. There are no rankings to the gifts. That's what I learned when I was listening to the series. There are no rankings to the gifts because I think sometimes people, they don't think their gift matters because it may not be a gift that's on the forefront or a gift that's seen or a gift that's out front, but all gifts work together behind the scenes and before the scenes. So,
0: yeah, that's really good. And for some people, they may feel like, oh, this is so small or this doesn't matter. The world doesn't need this. Mm -hmm. And no, you know, don't hide parts of yourself that you think society will reject. Be you. Someone needs you. When I say that, I go back to that idea of scrolling on social media and everybody and everything looking and sounding the same. So for a person scrolling on social media, they could feel like, oh. I wanna hide parts of myself because I don't see it out there, right? So Mm -hmm. it's a lot of carbon copies and clones going on right now. But I wanna encourage someone, I want you to know that no, don't hide parts of yourself. Don't hide an idea or a desire or urge that you have because you don't see it, okay? Remember that you are that missing puzzle piece. Some people are struggling because you're not operating in your own identity. Mm -hmm. And I want you to remember that it's not about you. And that in honesty, we're really operating in selfishness when we make it about us.
1: That's right. That's exactly right. We need to feel comfortable and confidence in being authentic. Yes. However God wants to use you, he wants to use you in a unique way. I'm thinking about David in the Bible when he went to help his brothers. and He had on his armor, but they wanted him to take on their armor to fight or conquer the giant. But David had to put on his own armor to serve his purpose in the earth. So a lot of times you can't do what other people are doing. And I know it can be confusing sometimes because sometimes we're looking at others and we're gleaning from others to learn something. And that's okay. But at the same time, you still can take on what parts of someone that's going before you, but you also have to mix it in with your authenticity.
0: Yes. Yes. And he did touch on that in that series. Absolutely. So you can glean from people, but you don't want to be trying to become that person, right? Still operate in what's authentic and natural and normal for you. I wanted to share these two things by. This was back in, I think, 2020, maybe two and a half years ago, where I was listening to someone called Ladessa Brown, and she says, you are necessary to suggest that the gift that God gave you is not enough is an insult to him. And it, that just sparked something else. It made me think of, oh, I can't remember who said this, but it said, I want you to imagine that you gave a gift to somebody. And I want you to imagine that months later and years later, you see them again, but you see the gift exactly how you gave it to them, unwrapped, still got the pretty bow on it. Like that's literally how God feels when <laughs> we're not using our gifts. Like you haven't even opened it up. You haven't even utilized it. You haven't even made it a part of your day to day or your daily life. It's just still sitting there wrapped up, not developed, not used. So You're necessary. And for the people who are out there hiding, here's another one. It says there's a difference in being hidden versus hiding. So, yeah, there are moments where God hides us and we're in a season of hiding. But then there are times where you hide you. Yes. And that's two different things. And so when we're talking identity crisis, remember that I opened up a little bit about identity crisis, but I'll read a little bit more. And again, this is from Very Well It says an identity crisis is a developmental event that involves a person questioning their sense of self or place in the world. The concept originates in the work of developmental psychologist Eric Erickson, who believed that the formation of identity was one of the most important conflicts that people face. And again, at the beginning, you heard me say that identity crises can become more common when there are great shifts in a person's life. And so that could be maybe something has happened, maybe a loss of a loved one. They have here things like beginning a new relationship, ending a marriage or partnership, experiencing a traumatic event, having a child, learning about a health condition, losing a loved one, losing or starting a job, moving to a new place. All of those things can spark identity crisis moments, okay? So what he says here is symptoms of an identity crisis could be maybe you asking yourself over and over again or trying to figure out what you're passionate about, maybe what your spiritual beliefs are, what your values are, you consistently questioning what your role in society or purpose in life is, and you consistently asking yourself who you are. Those can oftentimes be symptoms of an identity crisis. And then it defines identity as involving the experiences, relationships, beliefs, values, and memories that make up a person's subjective sense of self. It says this helps create a continuous self image that remains fairly constant, even as new aspects of the self are developed or strengthened over time. So that's just a little bit there about identity crises. And this can, of course, flow into a much larger issue such as things like midlife crisis or bipolar disorder, personality disorder. And although we're not talking about all of those things, we're just talking about you know the occasional moments where someone may feel like they're questioning their identity. I still want people to know that, hey, this really can have a deeper effect on a person when we start shifting into things like bipolar disorder or personality disorder. So it is actually something very, very serious. And it's important that we hone in on our identity and really get firm on who we are, because this is all connected to our mental and emotional well being as well. In ways that we can treat identity crisis, verbally speak this thing out, talk to someone, write it out. So if you need to go to therapy, group therapy, acknowledging your feelings, exploring your beliefs and your interests, considering your goals, getting support, all of that plays a role. In coping with identity crisis.
1: Dreesy, when you're talking about identity crisis, it just brings to mind what traumatic seasons can bring. Yes. Traumatic seasons um, are really life's interruptions a lot of times. And a lot of times you're finding yourself having to start all over or begin again or to find out who I am now in this place and stage in life. Exactly. Yeah. I know that's something that I had to do, you know, of course, after I got a divorce, it was starting all over again from a place that I had never been before. You know, a lot of people maybe can identify with that. Maybe you've dealt with an illness or maybe you've lost your job or maybe, you know, just something traumatic has happened to you that has changed your life around. And that's exactly what you feel like. Like you're in the midst of an identity crisis.
0: Yeah. And just like you said, those were some of the things mentioned in that article, you know, a divorce, a health condition, any kind of big events. And so in this podcast, of course, we're talking about trauma. And I think a lot of times we don't realize how trauma and life altering events really affect you. (laughs) Identity is one. I've even had moments during my two and a half years and just other challenging moments where you do, you question yourself, who are you? And although I know who I am at my core, there are parts of you that you have to learn. And then there are parts of you that you are introduced to that you never knew were in you.
1: That's
0: right. Like I think I said before, I never saw myself as being resilient or strong. And now you can't tell me that I'm not resilient or strong, you know, or that my capacity has increased, right? Or that I persevere I endure like you can't tell me I don't do that now and so again traumatic seasons can affect your identity but they can also show you your identity so all in all traumatic seasons are directly connected to identity
1: Mm -hmm. for sure and even your new identity yes because on the other side of a trauma you are a different person totally different
0: I love that you say that because you can sit here and feel like you're having a whole identity crisis because you know you're not the same.
1: Mm-mm. <laughs> not at all.
0: You know? And so that's where you find yourself asking, who am I? What do I like? What, you know? Yes. It's like a relearning yourself.
1: Yeah. But when you resurface, you do come forth with some new strengths. Just like you said, you're more resilient. You're stronger. So it's something that came out of that traumatic season that birthed some very strong characteristics in you as well. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. When we talk about trauma,
0: you know that every third episode we do what's called our Beauty for Ashes segment. And so I want to share that our Beauty for Ashes segment will be someone called Joseph from the Bible. And this actually came from my devotional this past week. And so a lot of you all may or may not know the story of Joseph, but here is a little bit of it that you'll hear from what I'm about to read. Again, this is our Beauty for Ashes segment, and this is my devotional from a Joseph Prince. It says, there are many times where the lowest points in your life are actually launching pads to God's greatest promotion in your life. It was so for Joseph. Let's rewind the tape and observe the fingerprints of the Lord through the ups and downs of Joseph's life. If Joseph had not been betrayed by his brothers, he would not have been sold as a slave. If he had not been sold as a slave, he would not have been in Potiphar's house. If he was not in Potiphar's house, he would not have been thrown into an Egyptian prison meant specifically for the king's prisoners. If he was not in that specific prison, he would have not interpreted the dreams of Pharaoh's officers. If he had not interpreted their dreams, he would not have been summoned to interpret Pharaoh's dream two years later. If he had not interpreted Pharaoh's dream, Pharaoh would not have promoted Joseph to become his prime minister over the entire Egyptian empire. This is what Pharaoh said to Joseph, and as much as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house, and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. So when we look back, it is clear that the Lord had turned Joseph's darkest hour into his finest hour. And by the way that scripture was from Genesis forty one, thirty nine through forty one. It goes on to say God's presence with Joseph and his unmerited favor caused Joseph to be promoted from the pit to the palace, from the dunghill to Capitol Hill, from the outhouse to the White House. Stop looking at your circumstances and stop allowing them to discourage you. The same Lord who was with Joseph is with you right now. You cannot fail. You can expect to see success beyond your present circumstances." Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to share that with Joseph's story. I mean, there was a lot going on. We heard words like betrayal. We heard words like prison, false accusation. He was going through it.
1: Yes, he was.
0: And as you can see, he ended up literally overseeing that entire Egyptian empire and doing way more. It's, It's a very good story. And I think that that is a pretty classic Beauty for Ashes story right there. Redemption for
1: sure. Yes. I just want everybody to know that you are gifted and I would encourage everyone to find out what your giftings are and not only find out what your giftings are, but use them to the fullest and use them in a very authentic way because someone's waiting on your gift. Someone needs you because we're all connected. We're all connected. Yes, ma'am. So thanks again, everyone, for tuning in to another episode. And just remember, we're all in this together and we're overcoming. And you can too. Thank you for joining us this week on Through
0: the Fire podcast. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Through the Fire podcast. You can also connect with Montez at The Poetic INSP and on Facebook as Montez Dove you can connect with Cedricia on Instagram and Facebook at Cedricia Thomas. Be sure to subscribe to the show to catch new episodes every Thursday and leave us a comment or review. Thank you for listening and see you next week.